It is great to have you on the Family Goals podcast with David Pollock and Pastor Jay. I'm Joel and House, and on this podcast, we want to encourage you to grow closer to God, to strengthen your marriage, and to inspire your family to reach its highest potential. Being a pastor is one of the biggest blessings of my life. It can also be really challenging. Often it feels like everyone wants something from you. That's one of the reasons that it's so refreshing when you find a trusted ministry partner, a Christ-centered, church-driven organization that's truly there to help you carry your church's mission forward. For me, Compassion International has been one of those trusted ministry partners. Hear me say this, Compassion International is much more than asking people in your church to sponsor a child. Compassion offers proven, no-cost resources to help pastors make mission and discipleship a personal priority individuals and families in their churches. My local Compassion team is in my corner. They genuinely care about me and my church. Learn more about partnering with Compassion at Compassion.com slash Family Goals. It is a new year, so let's get back to the basics on what our family believes and why we run the way we do. Here's the conversation. We did a cool thing with our group, um, actually, that um, I would recommend anybody do. I gave everybody a week. Like, this is your week to lead small group. Okay. Um, pick your topic. Okay. And it was really cool because some things that people were struggling with individually kind of came to light, which was awesome. Um, but, like, honoring your parents as they get older. Like, that was something that we mm-hmm. did. And so we went through the yeah. Bible. Like, and, and so they came up with a topic and then had a couple of verses or a couple of things they wanted to say. And then, you know, me and Lindsay would kind of help them lead it. And write. we wrote down thoughts and um, oh, they let you know ahead of time what the topic correct, was so we could be. help. You know, we yeah. could help run it because nobody wants to run it. Um, I mean, I'd love to sit there too. I would love not to run it. <laughs> I mean, and talk as much. It'd like, be easy to show up for small. It group would be time. awesome. Um, <laughs> but uh, I haven't done that in a long time. No, I don't think you get to do that. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 inter- It's a good gift though because I have yeah. found, man, for for my life, like the reason I've grown so much over the last several years or whatever is because I'm having to lead. And when you lead, you grow. I mean, when yeah. you when you have to teach it, you have to know it. You and, and by the way, you got to live it. I got yeah. a bunch of small group folks too that are you looking do. at you me. Have, you actually have to have like, to walk I got a the bunch talk. Of <laughs> folks in small group, they're looking at me like, "Are you really going to do it? What you say you're going to do? Like, are you going to treat people the way you say you're going to treat people? Like, you're challenging me. Are you going to do it? Like, yeah. um, but and I think you, and you see them multiple times a week. Oh, I see so. them all the time. <laughs> I mean, so yeah, it's it's awesome. It's a, it's a cool responsibility. And by the way, you know. I mean, you hurt when they hurt, and and you mm. get defensive about your friends, like in small yeah. group and stuff. And our and our group continues to grow. But I tell you what, you know, one thing I think is is the this is one of the coolest things that we've ever done as a family. And, and I would re- I would I would recommend everybody to do this as a family. We sat down after the holiday break because you know holidays c- things kind of get crazy and you're there all mm. the time and it's just different. We sat down and we reasserted to our kids what was important to us. And, and we really talked about the why. And my wife's, my wife's big things for her are responsibility, like stuff around the house, expectations, you know, why we do, why I want you to do this for the future, for your spouse, learning how to take care of yourself. My big thing, and this is not going to be a surprise, is the phone, like technology, the phone. And we sat down with our kids who are 15 and 13, and we outlined why it was important, went over the rules, the expectations, laying the groundwork again, like we're going back into school and this is what it's going to be and this is, this is how it's important to us. And, and, and so that was awesome. That was really, really cool. Um, 
you know, we need to, sh- I'll share with anybody if they want it, like our phone rules, because I've sent it to a bunch of people and they really, they said they enjoy it and they really like to take it and use it because um, it's in a frame next to the phone box where you put your phone in the box. And so it's just clearly outlined. But um, the next thing we did was, was, was what I would challenge husbands and wives to do and moms and dads to do is we literally went around the room with us four. And this took about three and a half hours, by the way. We sat down for about three and a half hours. Your kids sat there for that long? Yeah. And sat there, and listen, I'm not saying they're going to be... food involved? No, there wasn't even food involved, which is surprising that Nicholas would even sit down for that long without food. Um, but we sat down and like, all right, listen, free reign. Like, whatever you want to say to me, whatever, whatever I can do better as a dad, tell me. And Leah was, Leah's first comment, and I thought this was so... Because Leah's, Leah's hilarious, but this was so Leah... She goes, no, 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 no. She goes, this is one of those boomerang <laughs> things. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, what do you mean? I'm not she's falling like, for that. She's like, this is one of those things that's going to go around and it's going to come back and get me. Like, yeah, I, she's like, pretty smart of her. And, and I said, uh, I said, my only response to what you say can be thank you. My own, I cannot defend my actions, but like, I want, I'm asking you this because I want to be a better dad. Like, I want to be better for you. I want to, I want to, I want to be more accountable to you. And, um, and like so, we started to do that, and then Le- and Leah was hand raised, hand raised, like, oh Nicholas, I got she one had for a Nicholas. Lot, huh? Oh yeah, she had a like, lot. Um, are you are you willing to share some of those things? Yeah, like I thought share? it was really cool. Like Leah said, I don't like being told what to do. And who does? Nobody does. <laughs> Correct. But she was like, I don't. I, she said, I really like checking things off of a list, and I like lists. Okay. So it was really good for us. Like when we have things that need to be done for Leah, like. It's okay to do a list. Now, listen, also, her, also, it was also going back to her and be like, listen, we ain't going to make a list for everything all the time. But it was really important. Like, we understood that, like, right now at the stage she's at, like, she doesn't want to be told what to do all the time. And so can we find some ways to alleviate that? I thought that was really like good. put it on a list. Yeah. So yeah. We, we did more lists of, you know, this needs to be done. Like clean your room, yeah. wash your clothes, I mean, that kind like, of stuff. But, you know, but when you, yeah, when you come downstairs, like, in the morning, like, we – we don't touch our phones until we're ready for school. I, I, but it was just great conversations, great back and forth, them saying things about us, us saying things to them. Um, you know, I, I got to ask my kids, I'm like, listen, hey, do you like it that I coach you? Because I, I don't have a brain to watch a game ever. I, I don't watch a game and just enjoy it. I, I, I don't. I enjoy it my way, and my way is I dissect everything about the game what offense they're running. And this is basketball. This is football. This is anything I watch. Like, what offense are they running? What defense are they running? What's having success? What's not having success? Why is it having success? What would I do differently? That's just the way my brain works. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm like, guys, like, we go in the gym. Like, do, do you want me to just, like, some, like, if you want me to leave you alone, just tell you. Like, I, I absolutely yeah. don't have to say anything. Like, and, and both of my kids, which was cool, they were like, both, both of them were like, I, I like it. You teach me. You make me better. Um, but I was like, well, listen, you, you always have the authority to tell me like, Hey, I just want to shoot. Like, I don't want to be coached. You know what I'm saying? Like, and so I think just a, a little give and take of where we're at, what's bothering you, you know, and, and it gave us like a really good grounds to move forward with our relationships. You know, I do that with my wife a lot. I don't do it with my kids enough. And so I would really recommend sitting down and, you know, putting those mm-hmm. ground rules in place. Like anything you say, like, I, I just got to say, thank you. You know, but but how about this question? Ask and I, and I want you to ask like when you do this, ask some heart questions, and and heart questions are not 
Heart questions are uh, like if this heart questions like that. This is a heart question. Okay. Nicholas, Leah, does mommy and daddy's marriage excite you to be married? <laughs> like, do you, does it make you excited? Does it make you, does it excite you to think about the proposition of being married by the way we have a marriage? Mm-hmm. Like, and Nicholas right away, oh yeah, like I want to be married. Like, I want that. Like, that's, mm-hmm. so that's cool, right? Like, that's good. Um, you know, affirmation, but like, what are you, are you seeing, you know, a healthy marriage, but it's a different way to ask it, right? Like instead Mm of, um, you know, do you, but do you think they would have the honesty to to be straight up with you and say, nah, a hundred percent. Like Leah was like, yeah, Leah, Leah's at an age at 13. She don't want to think about marriage, Mm -hmm. which is, which is okay. But Nicholas is like, he's an old man. I mean, he's a 15 year old, 50 year old. So like, um, but that was a good, I, I like that. I like that question. Um, I like I like how you approach this. It's kind of like like John Wooden back in the day, the the famous great basketball, great coach. basketball yep. coach at UCLA. The first day of practice, he would he would teach him. This is how you tie your shoes, and he would he would he would go over like this is how you tie your shoes so you don't get blisters, you don't sprain an ankle. But he'd kind of go back to the basics, and I feel like that's what y'all were doing. Is like, hey, let's just as we begin a new year here, let's get back to. Here's who we are as a family. These are our family values. This is what's important to us. This yep. is this is our priorities, and this is why these things are important to us. And then y'all open the door for questions. Yeah. Like, and I think did, the why is the biggest thing too. It's mm-hmm. one of the biggest things too. Like, why why is screen time bad for you? You know, why is a phone bad for you? Why is social media mm-hmm. bad for you? Like, listen, th- these are things that we have, but like, why is it important to limit it? You know, like. Why is it important to learn those different things about responsibility? Um, another thing, too, that, that I would recommend everybody to do, like when you start the new year, you have a more of a tendency to be more forward-thinking and goal-setting mm-hmm. and stuff yeah. like that. Like I, I asked both of our kids, like, give me, give me five things that you're thankful for last year and five things that you want to get accomplished in the new year. And, but, again, it's a good way to get them thinking about their goals and their mm-hmm. dreams and – how they make those things come to fruition. But also, like, let's look back on some things that I'm thankful for. Mm-hmm. Like, let's look back on some things that I really enjoyed about last year. Um, but, it's, but it's interesting, man. Like, it's so cool being at an age of 15 and 13 because we had some adult drama this weekend. And um, it was cool because we, we talked about it with the kids. They're old enough to understand. They're starting to get older, and I, and I want them to get experience through our conversations mm-hmm. and learn through our conversations of how we handle things because, you know, there was, there was some drama with an, another adult and the way something was handled, and, and it, was, it, was, it was what it was. The situation was what it was, but, like, and, and clearly the other person was, was feeling some kind of way, but what, but what it did was it showed our kids, like, and it, me and Lindsay talked through it, and we're like, listen, like they have feelings, and they feel that way for a reason. And I told my kids, I'm like, listen, w- when something happens and somebody gets offended, like I want you to look at the situation and like, all right, did I represent my God in a positive way? Like with my actions and what I did, did I represent God positively? Did I do something wrong? Like would God have been upset? Like it's always the, like, would you do it in front of God? Would you do it in front of Grandma? Like would you, like those a couple <laughs> things like – you know, you, you God, know, grandma's right up there with God. Correct. Like, okay. yeah, I mean, okay. like, would you say it in front of grandma? <laughs> yeah. Um, but, but so I, I think asking those questions, but it's kind of cool to be at an age where you kind of walk through that stuff and you give them experience of, cause we are like, listen, they felt that kind of way. Like it's our job to be sensitive to how people feel, but, but it's not our job to compromise who we are and change. But like, 
this is how your mommy feels, this is how I feel. But either way, what we need to do is make sure that the person feels respected and loved and that we care about them and that we, we show that we care about them. But we also don't want to, like, get involved in the drama stuff. You know, like, that's not something, that, a space we want to live in. So I think sitting down with your kids and asking some of those heart questions, some of those questions that, um, you know, they can answer that, you know, what are your top three pressures, challenges you're facing? You know, I, we asked them that. I'm like, what are the things y'all are facing right now that is difficult? Like, what's hard? What are the hard things for a 15-year-old, for a 13-year-old? Yeah, like, and getting in their world a little bit, too. And then, and I, and I made it very clear with, like, Nicholas and Lee. I'm like, listen, I want to know these things because I want to pray for you. Mm-hmm. Like, can I pray for those things? Can, can I help you, like, get through those things? Can I help you understand those mm-hmm. things, you know, better? But I, I think what it did was really put us on the same page. And, and it showed our kids, like, we're, like again, we got to constantly show, like, I'm for you. Like, I'm with you. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm in your corner. Like, I'm trying to help. Everything we do is from a positive standpoint trying to help you. And, and I don't, honestly don't think you can do those conversations enough. Mm-hmm. Like, it's, it's, it's very rewarding. It refocuses you. It re-energizes you. It gives you um, more patience because you understand kind of what they're feeling. It gives you more direction to, to where they're going. So, you know, those have been some things that, uh, another thing too, I, I heard this from a mentor of mine, and, I, and, I, and this is something that's really, really cool that, like, when you go through stories in the Bible that are important and, and things that you talk about in the Bible, here's what I just, what I just said. I want I wanted interesting to see how you pick up on it. When you go through David and Goliath and you teach your kids David and Goliath, it's the account of David and Goliath. It's not the story of David and Goliath. Stories are make-believe. Stories aren't real, right? Stories are written. People talk. It's an account. It's a real account of David and Goliath. It's a real account of the crucifixion of Jesus. Like, this is the real account. Like, that completely flipped my brain when somebody, when somebody said that to me because, you know, how you think about it as a kid and when you're younger as a story, oh, it's a big story, like, you know, mm-hmm. versus this is the real deal. This is history. An account. This yeah. is the truth. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, mm-hmm. I... I when I heard that, I was like, that is, that is awesome. Like, I really I want to do a better job of saying account and not the story of so my kids know the, the, the truth of it, not it's fictional, you know. Mm-hmm. I think what you, you mentioned what are the three biggest pressures you're feeling right now. I think, I think like with my daughter, if I ask her that question, she might just get overwhelmed and freak out. The one, one of the things I always ask her is, what can I pray for you today? Yep. And that, that's kind of a a subtle way of getting into what's, what's kind of what's going on with her what's what's she dealing with what's her biggest issues um so when you did ask the kids these questions to share with you anything what is something that you learned that you you didn't know about well it's not that I didn't know about but I was reminded again um I, I think my that my kids can sense my my body language regardless of what I say and they're like, you know, you get so intense. And, and, and the hardest thing for me to, to do to, to tell them is, like, I'm intense on a podcast. Like, I'm intense every day. This is, of, this is who I am. This is 100% who I, I am all yeah. the time. I am all in. Like, everything yeah. that I do is, is intense. And so, like, just being reminded of, like, how intense I can be, um, but I don't think I am. Um, I think I can sometimes be uh, – they, 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 they'll definitely tell you that I can sometimes – you know, just get um, 
intense slash disappointed slash you can read it on your face that you that you feel like I, like I feel like I I screwed up and mm-hmm. you're 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 gonna like kill me. You know what I'm saying? Like not literally, but I think that was that was a big thing for me is is probably just the way I the way I'm always intense. And and, and by the way, since that point, like I've done a, I've done a better job and I'm learning. Like like just like Nicholas had a basketball game the other day and I have a checklist of things in my head that are running through my head of things that mm-hmm. I see that he could do better. I mean, like, it's extensive. Like, it's an it's extensive <laughs> list of things that I see that, like, literally that would make him a much better player. But I didn't say a word. And that night when it was quiet and it was me and him, I was like, hey, man, you know, c- can I have c- – like, can I coach you for a second? Like, do, can, do, are you okay with me telling you some observations from the game that that I saw of things that I think could really, really help you? And – I think the way I word things in the past would be like you ne- you need to do this you need to do that from a more dictatorship and and mm-hmm. and you can argue always whether it's more dick or tater that's what uh, that's what my coach Fab used to say dictator he's like are you being one one more than the other um, uh, and and so literally I was like hey man like which when when the, when you don't have the ball you know when you don't when you're not in a position ready to shoot or you're not in a position ready to cut, your guy doesn't guard you. And as opposed to maybe in the past, I'd have been like, dude, when you're off the ball, you just, you're just standing there. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're just standing there. You're doing nothing. Like, you're not, you're not doing anything. You're just watching the game, like, taking pictures. That's more of my personality. But I'm like, you can be a better teammate and you can help your team if you would cut, if you would move, if you'd be ready to shoot. You'd make your guy defend you more. Mm-hmm. Um, well, I think one of the things you mentioned there, I think a lot of the – the dads, of course, we've all been there coaching, coaching our kids. It's hard, but how you say it and when you say it, because you said, because if you're saying it right after the game, and mm-hmm. say, say they lost and they're disappointed, or or you know something happened, well, they're they're not wanting to hear it right then. That's not really the most teachable moment. So so finding that teachable moment and and how like you were saying, you change your vocabulary, you change you change your wording. So I mean, every child's different, and so they they're oh, going to receive receive things differently and but but the, but I also think you know every child is the same in this whatever we affirm they'll continue to do they'll continue to put a premium on mm-hmm. and, and there's so many parents that I'm around that they affirm scoring or they affirm home runs or success but man like with with Nicholas and Leah like I, I I'm making a conscious effort all the time like just be the best teammate I want you to be the most positive, best teammate on the floor. Like, that's all you can control when it comes to this stuff. Like, you're not going to control whether you make shots. You're not going to control what happens. But, like, dude, set your teammates up. Get excited for your teammates. Play as hard as you possibly can. Like, everything else will be all, always be up and down, you know? And, and, and we've talked about this before in the past, but it's just – it's a reaffirmation all the time. Mm-hmm. Like, it's all the time, like – Setting the you're, standard. You're affirming what can be controlled, which would be their effort yeah. and their attitude. Yeah, as opposed yeah. to uh, the other stuff that doesn't matter. I mean, it really doesn't ma- An eighth-grade basketball game doesn't matter. <laughs> A ninth-grade basketball game doesn't matter. Now, and that's the thing, but I'm still going to coach it like it does, yeah. right? Like with Leah and them, and I'm still going to pour into it. And um, But but I think I think um, the, 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 the topic of this really is, like, how are you getting your family devotionals? And what do they look like? They're not always going to be, we all sit down, we all read God's word. Like, it's all organized, concrete, and it's this perfect example of that. Like, you got to find what works for your family. And whether it's a, a fireside talk or whether it's um, in the car that you get the most response out of them, we got to figure those things out. And, and I think the more we can 
you know, make it with food, like you said, like make it fun, mm -hmm. make it non-abrasive, ask questions. I think we can get a lot out of them that can help us become better parents, that can help us understand their world a little bit better, can get them talking to us, which is what we want, right? Mm -hmm. Like we want them talking to us. And then when they talk to us, like, Let's not judge the situation or immediately attack or say anything about negative about other people. Let's help them see it through God's lens. Like, let's help them see it through a better lens than what, the judgmental lens, the, the, oh, I need to fix this lens, or, oh, they're wrong lens. Like, let's, let's work on us, you know? Like, let's, mm -hmm. what can we control about this situation, you know? And how do we respond in a great way, in, in, a, in a teaching way? And that's kind of... It's kind of a cool thing for us right now at 15 and 13 that we get to walk with them and walk through and, and do. I, I kind of had this idea. So, so with our church, we have our creative team. and we'll, We like to get out of the normal everyday routine and plan. Like we'll go, we'll go on a retreat and plan out the message series for, say, the next six months. Yep. And so Woj and Jolyn and Josh and myself. And so I was just thinking how cool that would be as a family, like, hey, we're going to go on a planning retreat. So you go somewhere fun. You go you go to the lake. You go to the beach. You go, uh, we're going to go out to, you know. So it's almost like it, you create it into this special fun. Memory. Memory. Create those memories. Something that they're looking forward to. Like, oh, we're getting to go where, wherever they like to go. And part of that is we're going to. We're going to go catch a Hawks game, or we're going to go catch a whatever, or we're going to go to this nice restaurant. But maybe even making a day of it or a weekend of it. Now, one of the things that we originally started the well, with the podcast, we started calling it Family Goals yeah. because we were helping our kids set goals. Yep. So I wanted to ask you, like, so you all had this three-and-a-half-hour meeting, and you kind of had this, like, hey, share anything you want. There's nothing You can talk about anything you want to. Ask us any questions. Like, like nothing's off the table. But did 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 you end that with okay helping your kids set goals for the new semester, the new year, or, or did y'all get into goal setting or? Well, I mean, we, yeah, that's where we got into like the things to reflect back on, the things to mm -hmm. to look forward to. So we had that which laid the groundwork, and now it's like all right, like let's go accomplish these dreams, these goals. Like, what are the things that are you know really important to you, and how can we support them? Mm -hmm. You know, and so and you know, what does that? And, and that's another thing too. Like, I think everybody knows how to set goals. But I don't think everybody knows how to pursue goals. And my brain only works one day at a time. I don't work 10 days out. I just don't, I don't do a good job with that. Y'all know that. Y'all have to plan crap with me. So, like, <laughs> I just work really well in the moment. And, and I don't want to live outside the moment. I don't want to have my phone on me. Like, I, I'm, I'm okay not having my phone on me. Like, I'm okay not, like, if you're going to text me nowadays, you're going to get me in the morning or at night. Like, you're not going to get me during the day most of the time. I'm not even going to have my phone, or do I want to respond to you? Um, so, like, set goals. Get, the, get, those things, get those things together, those things that are, you know, important, um, and, and then try to help them accomplish those small tasks. Like, okay, so how do we do that? How, if, if we want to make, if we want to become a, if, if, if we want, it's like discipleship, like growing with Nicholas. Like, Nicholas, well, who are you pouring into? Like, I, I want to grow. I want to help people grow. In the, okay, well, how are you doing that? Okay, well, what does that look like? So now Nicholas, you know, and, and my buddy Russ, his, his little boy, Rhett, like, they text every morning. They're going through a book of the Bible, and they're sending a chapter every day. Like, it's teaching Nip, Nicholas to pour into someone that's mm -hmm. a little bit younger than him, right? So that's a good, it's a great thing. Like, it's an awesome thing. It's a helpful thing. Um, 
But so, I, do you, so do you have different categories that you're setting goals in? 100%. Like so spiritual, physical, spiritual, like and, and physical is part of it too. But I, I would say spiritual, school, and athletics are the okay. three in, in ours that we're that we're finding those goals in those areas. And like, what are they? Okay, now let's break it down to really small, obtainable things that we're going to continue to do. You know, the quiet time in the morning. You know, by us saying that phones are out until your quiet time's done, until your lunch is packed, you're ready for school. Like, what are we teaching them? Responsibility, right? Like. To, to own your walk, to do your stuff first, and then we're teaching them to, to take care of our lunch, and, then, and now we do the other stuff. But we don't get sit there and get distracted by a phone that's colorful and that makes noises and, you know what I'm saying, like that gets us excited about different things. So just, like, how, how can we make those, those, those small little steps, those small little goals for them? Because they need that, man. Like, mm-hmm. And again, we've talked about this before, but we'll have, we, have new, we have a new audience too, though. Like, oh, my kid wants to play in the NFL. Okay, well, that doesn't mean you give them the liberty to do whatever they want all the time and play sports all the time. Like, if they want to be a competitive eater, you going to let them eat all the time? No. <laughs> if they want to be a pro- professional gamer, by the way, which makes a lot of money nowadays, you going to let them play video games 24-7? No. Like, you're not going to let them do that stuff. So how can we make those goals small, obtainable goals that they have laid out in front of them that now we can go attack them a little bit at a time and teach them to to plan, teach them how to be successful today, teach them how to work, and teach them how to grow. Thank you for listening to this week's Family Goals podcast with David Pollock and Pastor Jay. It's always good to remind yourself who you are, especially at the beginning of a new year. Over time, we can drift off and forget who God has created us to be. So who are you? Who has God called you to be? Has he called you to be a good husband or a loving mother? What restrictions or limitations do you need to be in place to make sure that you live up to that standard? Let's focus on the things that we can control, our actions, our attitude, our body language, the words that come out of our mouths. Are these things representing God well? Let's be a good teammate, whether that's literally on the field or in the office or the classroom or just the living room. If you found this episode helpful, encouraging, or entertaining, please let us know by subscribing to the podcast or by writing a review. You can also reach us on Instagram and Twitter at Family Goals Pod. Thank you again for listening to the Family Goals Podcast, and we'll catch you next week.